Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. All right, welcome everybody back to Chairgating episode. What are we, XI? X? This is X, right? This is X. This is officially the big X. X gonna give it to you. Capital X, that's right. There you go. All right, welcome. We have lots of things to discuss. Pretty much just college football because it's about to be college football season. Right, Jay? Uh, we're getting close. We're 10 days away. 10 days. Look at that. Jay's our personal calendar here at Chairgating. So mm-hmm. if you have Jay around, you don't need Well, yeah, 26 minus 16 is pretty tough. Whoa. <laughs> Slow down. All right. So let's get into it. It was straight shot. All it took was love to not get caught. I laid three dimes down in the machine. Won't 25 cents. All right. I want to start this episode with just kind of updates like we always do. Some housekeeping. Yeah. So we started an Instagram account. So there's that. So please follow it. We have like I think six followers. It's even worse than the Twitter account. I mean, nobody cares. That's pretty tough to get. Yeah, nobody cares. It's really embarrassing. We also started a blog. So Jay has yet to post anything. Jay, do you have a comment for that? I figured this just be like the rumors. I could kind of just keep going every week without posting something, but then say that something's on the way. No, mm-hmm. honestly, I do have uh, a really exciting article on the way. And um, as you said in episode two or three, whenever I came on here, you kind of hyped me up as a stats guy, and I haven't really done much. No, in that you domain. haven't. It's really disappointing. It disappoints me and the the audience. Yeah, so I'm really I've been channeling a lot of uh, energy and focus into this into this blog. I was hoping it'd be published by now, but. It's definitely on my to-do list. Well, I just want to say I think by now I have like five articles already up on the blog. Mm-hmm. So four or five. This will so, be worth at least like 10 or 15 um, years blogs. Okay, well, I'm just going to keep like crunching out more just to keep up with that one good one then. And I don't think anybody's read any of them yet. Jay, have you read any of the ones that I posted? Uh, I read the, the headlines. Does that count? That actually does count, so I am going to count that. Uh, they're pretty awesome, and we might even get to into talking about some of those. Sent out mm-hmm. free T-shirts to some followers. If you nice. are one of those followers and you're listening, enjoy that T-shirt. Post a picture <laughs> with it, please. You know, when, you, when you're taking out the garbage, post a picture. All right, and that's pretty much housekeeping for this week. Do you want to get into Florida? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's probably the biggest news um, in college football recently. Uh, basically another florida suspension for opening season wait hold on one second one second sam is walking back up the stairs baby come here okay Uh, i hope you don't hope you don't cut that out no i'm not i'm not gonna cut that out so for (laughs) any listeners i had to interrupt jay because my girlfriend's walking around the apartment uh we are not surprisingly we're not big enough yet to have a recording studio yeah, so. that'll be the day. I mean, I was just watching some of Joe Rogan's old uh, podcast on YouTube, 
and he didn't have his own studio for a while and now he's you know one of the top podcasters in, in the world yeah well that's just and lazy because like, i'm pretty sure he was rich before he started podcasting yeah that's true so that's just that laziness if anybody wants to give us money we will put it right back into the podcast uh yeah for sure all right jay go um yeah so florida suspended what seven yeah seven football players for the season opener and typically these suspensions for the season opener aren't that important for these big schools because they'll just play they'll put their you know um like weak non-conference uh opener but recently i feel like it's been the trend to schedule like a headliner for week one uh and florida's playing michigan week one so this might actually be a big deal it's let's see do you have the details in front of you where it says what they did yeah so i was actually reading this earlier i'm gonna pull it back up so they didn't specify what they did in this incident but they talked about some of these players and what they've done before like callaway uh the junior from miami has had multiple issues at florida Mm -hmm. including possession of marijuana in may unrelated to this incident uh, continuing, he was also suspended for accusations of sexual assault. Jeez. Yeah. And um, he played in 12 games and missed the North Texas game with an injury. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, that's that's, that's a, my point. That's a big game to miss. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And um, apparently from what I've been reading, like obviously Antonio Callaway is the, the main guy that's getting suspended. He's one of their top offensive players, uh, wide receiver. But... Apparently, the, the remainder of the suspensions aren't actually going to be very impactful. Not a lot of, um, like, impact players that are being suspended. It just does kind of suck that it's against Michigan. Um, right. Well, and also, I'd just really be interested to actually know what happened. Yeah. Like, why can't um, we just... Yeah, <laughs> like, it's so irritating. And, you know, I was just listening to a, a few of the Ain't Nobody Played... Podcast, podcast Ain't Played Nobody. Yeah, Podcast Ain't Played Nobody. Uh, and... They were talking about some coaches prefer not to publicly embarrass some athletes. And so maybe this is something to do with that. But personally, I don't fucking care. I think it should more be like gladiator style. You are in you know, the public's eye. And if you do something bad, we want to know about it so we can point and laugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, McElwain's got kind of a history. Actually, just the University of Florida has got a history of, of suspended football players. Because when I saw this headline... It kind of, uh, it was like the, um, it was like a flashback, you know. I've, I feel like I've seen this before. Like, you know, Gators suspend blank for a season opener. So I did right. a little digging. Okay. Uh, I just went on Google and then you can do uh, Google like search tools and then you just do a certain uh, date range. And so I just did Google or I, did, I Googled football uh, or Florida football suspension. And then I did August 1st to August, the end of August for last year the year before for the year before <laughs> and three of the last four seasons i guess now four of the last five seasons there's been at least a player suspended Jesus. in florida <laughs> yeah so i i knew that i've seen this before and this is right. definitely some kind of pattern it's not so just deja year, vu this has actually happened yeah no last year it was uh five players suspended okay. against you for free mass um, and that Uh-oh, was they didn't miss out on UMass? Oh. a gun incident. Yeah, <laughs> a gun incident. Uh, two years ago, it was for fighting. It was just two players, and then um, in 2013, so that was four years ago, it was just one player. So it seems like actually now that I'm looking this closer, it it was one player, then two players, then five players, then seven. So I guess next year it'll be nine. Half the team. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They're gonna have to just start their entire second unit. This is what happens when Miami isn't the bad boy team anymore. These, like, thugs in Florida have nowhere else to go. So, this is what happens. I mean, this is all Miami's fault, in my opinion. Florida would not be the bad boys anymore. Exactly. Florida would not have to deal with it. If I was at the University of Florida, if I was the head coach, I'd be like, look, it's not our fault. Miami stopped taking these kids, and this mm-hmm. is what happens. Yeah, so, so I, just, I just looked up Florida's schedule for next season. And they haven't scheduled anybody for week one. So Ooh, I'd yeah. say if you're one of the small schools, you'd want to book Florida ASAP because you App know that their team's going to be. App State. Yeah. That's yep. a perfect App State opportunity. And before we transition, as I was just talking about us sending out free T-shirts, people posting them, this dude, uh, Jay Part, the original, remember we talked about him in like episode three. 
Oh yeah, he's got like two underscores, two, two or three underscores. Yeah, two underscores. Uh, just Instagram posted a picture with our t-shirt, giving us a shout out. So nice. Did he get it? That means he got it. Yeah, he got it. Which is actually kind of impressive because he lives in North Carolina, and I just sent those out yesterday. Damn, I should have drove it up to him. That's true. He's in Shelby, so if you want to, I guess that would be drive down to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it just depends on which way you're looking at it. Oh, oh, Jay's getting real philosophical with uh, directions. Yeah, it's all relative. Oh my God, that is so deep. I just, um, it was just released yesterday that Ole Miss and Louisville scheduled a game for 2021. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I love these games that are five years out. Yeah. Um, this this is the the Chick Fil A kickoff games. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. That, no, that's a good one though. You said Louisville, uh, uh, Ole Miss. Louisville, Ole Miss. Yeah. In Atlanta. Yep. Yep. Yeah. In Atlanta. So I'll go. That's a the good list, game. Though. I gotta give it yeah. to him. Anybody yeah, from twenty twenty yet? Twenty twenty. Yeah, I'll go through the list of the next five years because they've already scheduled. Because the whole football season. season of twenty twenty for any team could just be like Vision twenty twenty for the mm-hmm. season twenty twenty. You know, it's it's so perfect. So I just can't wait for that year because if no other team does it, I'm just gonna do it for every single team. Interesting. So you'll just you'll you'll start it. I'm gonna start the like slogan for every team. It'll be a hashtag. And then every person's gonna like start doing that hashtag for their team, thinking it's individual. When really I'm doing it for every single team, and they all mm-hmm. just you know look stupid. And really, ironically, I'm the only one with the 2020 vision on this. Are you? Yeah, because I'm the only one actually seeing what's going on. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, so this year, this year it's uh, obviously Alabama, Florida State, uh, but also there's there's two this year. It's also Georgia Tech versus Tennessee. That'll be kind of that'll be kind of fun. Yeah, that's the only game on that day too. Mm-hmm. And then so next year it's Auburn Washington. That I'm actually looking forward to that. I don't know how much Washington will be returning for next year, but as long as they uh, return that coach, that's all that matters. Yeah, I know, but um, uh, Max Brown, I think they're or no Jake Browning. Not Max Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I think you said Mac Brown. I was like, I don't think Mac no, Brown's in no. uh, Washington. No, but I think their quarterback's gonna be gone next year, and as well as a lot of their defensive players. But I mean, if I'd love to see Auburn Washington this year or last year, but this year, uh, this year, yeah, this would be yeah. the year. Yeah, two that years would from be now, twenty nineteen. That's kind of weird. Alabama versus Duke. Yeah, that's weird. That Duke's kind of an outlier in this this whole list. <laughs> yeah, twenty twenty. So. It's Florida State, West Virginia. That'll be nice, and then um, and then Georgia versus Virginia. Which Florida State, Virginia West is also Virginia. Kind of, a, kind of an outlier. Are you saying West Virginia is not an outlier in this either? Maybe by then, because this year they're going to be dog shit. But maybe in a couple of years. You think they'll be? You think they'll be bad this year? Yeah. Didn't Didn't we talk about this? They're returning nobody. I well, no, we, I don't think we talked about that. But no? oh, well, uh, yeah, yeah, I think we did. We did briefly mention it when we were talking about the return of production. Yeah, actually. yeah, they're like one of the worst in the uh, Big Twelve. Well, they're the one. They're one of the worst in the country. Right. But so they're. Yeah. I think they're preseason ranked in a few polls. Yeah, I just I it's looked crazy. more. I looked more into it when I was doing my articles for the blog, and I just don't see them being that good because this year in the Big Twelve, I think. I think UT, you know, we've talked about this before. I think they'll probably have a winning record, maybe 500. Mm-hmm. Um, right around there, I think Baylor is going to see a bit of a dip because of the coaching change. Not because the NCAA actually did anything about what happened, just because of the coaching change. Um, TCU will, will be pretty good. They have an amazing coach. Um, and then OU and Oklahoma State are looking really, really, really good. So... Do I think West yeah, Virginia is yeah, going to compete yeah. in the conference? Probably not. It's hard to it's hard to leave them out of of a poll after winning ten seat after winning ten games in a Power Five conference. You know. Yeah, that's a good point. I just I don't know. Like, just I give them benefit of doubt at least, and then preseason polls don't mean shit. So, if yeah. if a few weeks in they don't look like they did last year, then who really cares? Yeah, that's true. But I I agree. I agree. They lost way too much. I, I think they're they're going to be hovering around you know a little bit above five hundred. Right. Similar to UT. Yeah, the only difference is UT with Herman is going to – if they get above 500, they'll be talked about as on the rise. With West Virginia after last season, if they get just it'll barely be, above 500, people will be like, what's happening to this program? It'll, or, it'll just be a rebuilding. Yeah, they'll say – I agree. I think it will be rebuilding, but it's never fun for a coach to have to deal with that. No. Because people are going to talk, like, regardless. So. No, but I think he's earned enough capital to – to have a rebuilding year. Yeah, he's and not a good coach. Worry about his job. I also like that coach because he supported U of H joining the Big Twelve. He was one Holderson. of the yeah, he's one of the few outspoken people saying that 
uh, I listened to uh, whose radio show was it in Houston? I cannot remember now. But they interviewed him, and just it was during the whole thing last year where if they were going to add anybody, and he asked who they should add, and he had such a great answer. He was like, you know, there's great teams. He's like, personally, I think he said BYU and U of H. I don't don't quote me on that. I know U of H was one of the two. He said that should join. And but he said, but also you know, there's people that get paid a lot more money than I do to decide these things. So, mm-hmm. like my opinion really it means nothing. And uh, so I like him because of that interview, solely because <laughs> of him supporting U of H. All right, yeah. And then back to the Chick Fil A kickoff, and then obviously Louisville Ole Miss. Um, the last time uh, Ole Miss played in this was 2014 against Boise State. They beat Boise State 35 right. 13. Yep. And then last the time Louisville played, it was 2015 against Auburn where they lost 31-24. So both teams have played this uh, relatively recently. Okay, yeah. Now, that that should be a pretty good game. I mean, it's hard to say right now because <laughs> yeah. who knows yeah. what these teams are going to be like. Uh, also, some something else weird about these details is Ole Miss has been designated the home team and will wear blue jerseys. Louisville will be a wizard visitor and wear red jerseys so i don't know why that had to be you know in the contract this far in advance maybe the because they maybe because louisville's just red and white and y'all have blue and they don't so you have to wear blue to show the difference <laughs> just, i mean you, you that's probably well. it i'm just saying louisville could wear black louisville could wear a number that's colors. true they do wear black also like i just i just don't know why this had to be ironed out <laughs> five years in advance <laughs> Yeah, well, this is what happens when Ole Miss doesn't have a coach. This is what you deal with. Ole Miss does have a coach. No, they don't. And that's another that's another interesting game to play. Is wait, what's his name? Ole Miss coach. Luke, Luke Matt Luke. Matt Luke. Mm-hmm. Matt Luke. Hi, I'm Matt Luke. I want to make sure that we wear blue in Atlanta, Georgia. Because mm-hmm. I, I love the Rebels. There's about a zero point one percent chance he's still the coach then. <laughs> yeah, there is literally no chance. There's, I, I don't know. I'll be surprised if he's the, you know, the coach after a few games this year. <laughs> I think he'll make it through the season. Do That's you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't think there's anything he could do that would that would get him fired, um, before the end of the season. Would he be fired or just replaced? Is that like the proper way to say it? I th- I don't I don't see how he could stay at Ole Miss after the season, regardless, because. Because the new coach will bring in a new staff. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner start a journey not a fad kick off your fitness journey with up to five hundred dollars off peloton bike bike plus or tread packages choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes heart rate band non-slip grip dumbbells and more join now and you'll see why 92 percent of households that start the year with peloton are still active a year later all access membership separate offer ends january 8th 2023 excludes bike bike plus and tread basics see additional terms at onepeloton.com exactly yeah. yeah that's that's always unfortunate for one of those interim coaches because mm-hmm. you know your odds of keeping the job are pretty unlikely yeah, and then on yeah, top like of that, you know you're just losing any school, obviously. Yeah, and then you just know, like on top of that, you know you're losing the job completely when you get replaced. That's why this is just an audition period. It's this is your chance to make a statement to schools around the country. It's like, hey, I'm, you know, capable of of coaching at the highest level. Yeah, well, even if it's just it's a, not going to happen. It's, it's there's no a, way a lower level. There's no way because he could lose three games and they would replace him. Exactly. Yeah, he could lose to. Auburn, LSU, and Alabama. Probably your hardest games of the season this year, right? I'd yeah, imagine. yeah, definitely. Undoubtedly. He could, he could lose only those games, and the fan base would be like, yeah, but there's probably a coach out there that would win those three games. You know? <laughs> yeah. And it's just, like, Honestly. ridiculous. Like, he could be, he could perform really well for the circumstances that you're in, and people mm-hmm. would still want a new coach because they would want be like, no, I want to see what it's like with some big name, mm-hmm. yeah. some up-and-comer. You know, and and it, it's really unfortunate because he maybe he's a great coach. Maybe he loses 
three to four games and does really well, and like the players love him, probably yeah. still getting replaced unless he beats Alabama. Yeah, and I mean at a school like Ole Miss, if you're getting a nine and three season consistently, there you can't you can't not be happy consistently. Right? In the in the hardest division in the hardest conference, you know, for the past ten years, I mean roughly the past eight, I guess, but still. For a school like Ole Miss, what is it, the second smallest school in the whole conference? I don't have the numbers in front of me. But I think it's second smallest right, um, right before uh, Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. Um, for a small school like that, with a stadium of only 60,000, 70,000 now with the expansion. Well, it's, it's not 70,000. It's, 70, it's like 60,000. Anyway, my point is a school like that, you know, only losing three games a season, I say be happy with that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm not saying he's going to win eight or nine games. I'm just no, no, no. But I'm just saying you're not going to get a Nick Saban, and I'm sure there's a lot of people in Mississippi that have that mindset. Mm. Especially, well, after the last couple seasons y'all have had, where you have beaten Alabama and you have been nationally ranked in the top five, Mm -hmm. I bet there's people in Mississippi now that are like, "Why don't we deserve to be one of these top contenders in the SEC?" Uh, West. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I could see some how some fans would think that way. I just, I think it's kind of irresponsible to think that. Yeah, way. Yeah, it is, but I'm not gonna lie. If I was an Ole Miss fan, I would start to ask that too. I would start mm-hmm. to ask it because I'd be like, "What? Why can't we be that good?" And I mean, that, that's a fair question. Why can't you be that good? But the answer is, if you you don't have the resources like LSU and Alabama do. No, I mean, there's only. A handful of schools that do. Right. I think Ole Miss kind of falls. Unfortunately, you're having to face that tier, a few but... of those schools. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. I mean, they're clearly they're a never, good yeah. D1 school. They'll never but... compete with with those schools. No. They'll 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 compete with those schools for recruits pretty pretty regularly. Just coaching is a different a different situation. It's a totally different monster because you're not going to get the Nick Saban because if you did get the Nick Saban, he would have left to go to Alabama. Yeah, it's different. It's different paying recruits than it is paying coaches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's the Ole best can, way to put Ole it. Compare the recruits with the best of them. That's the best way to put it. Actually, that's a really good point. I mean, look what happens. Y'all get caught paying recruits, and within those few years, that was the best. I mean, I don't know Ole Miss football history, but it's got to be up there. Well, I mean, there was only one. There's only one case of paying a recruit, right, and that, right, and that recruit right. also admitted to getting paid by other schools too. Okay, just one guy. Okay. Obviously, obviously, I'm not saying that more players, <laughs> more players weren't paid. I'm just saying that that's all the NCAA caught. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that uh, that's that. That's Ole Miss yeah. and the SEC. <laughs> yeah. Um. So earlier I was talking about podcasts ain't played nobody. If anybody that actually listened to our podcast hasn't listened to that already, then you're dumb because we're dumb. <laughs> they make us seem so stupid. Yeah. Oh my I'm glad god. we at least touch other sports because, yeah, they're they're way better at this than we are. Oh my god, they're so much better. I think we we got we got a little like jazz in there. You know, we're, we're mixing it up a, a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I I want to be that middle part between like pardon my take and podcast ain't played nobody. I'd agree. Yeah. Where I'll, we got I'll some humor and we got some, some facts. Uh, yeah. Exactly. But here's the thing, if I was paid to just full-time do research and write about college sports, I think I could be at that level. I mean, mm-hmm. no offense to, you know, who Stephen are Godfrey two? and Bill Connolly. Exactly. No offense to them. I mean, I know they're top in their field. I'm not saying I'd be as good as they are, but give me the chance is all I'm saying. <laughs> Come on, SB Nation. Come on, Parstool. Hire us. Uh, <laughs> now we'll get fired from ESPN. But... What I was going to get to about their podcast was, I think it was two weeks ago, two episodes ago, they were reading questions from fans who we should probably write in at some point because we are fans and we have good questions. Um, my question will be, can you give us a shout out? Anyway, they were, they were talking about G5 schools that will become a brand like Boise State. They had some pretty good points. You know, They mentioned, well, Boise State still is one of those G5 brands. And they talked about U of H obviously nice and they made a good point that just any you know pretty good g5 school that's in a big city has a, has a good chance of doing that mm-hmm. which i agree i think cincinnati i don't think they even mentioned cincinnati i think cincinnati i think memphis any directional school in in florida i think you know has a really good chance 
Uh, I don't think they even mentioned any of those schools, which is kind of disappointing. But they mentioned UTSA and Western Kentucky. And I understand why they talked about those schools as being future G5 brands, I guess. I understand it because they have great new head coaches. And I'm excited to see them coach. I'm excited to see those teams play. But I don't think those schools will ever become a brand. And You don't think UTSA will? No, no. I mean, not for a long time. Not under this coach. Not No, not for a long time. Because I think my, my idea of that is there's only two conferences in the G5 that you can be in to be a G5 brand, and that's the AAC and the Mountain West. Mm-hmm. I think outside of that, you can't be a brand because you're just a, a few levels too low to even be a low-level brand. Well, that's just with the current climate. How, how, how like, long in advance were they saying this was the case? Well, that's, that's what I said. At least not right now they couldn't do it. Well, they, they were using them as they were using Western Kentucky and UTSA as examples based on their new coaching hires. And I just was oh, listening so that means to pretty it. Short term, I'm, I'm right. Guessing. And I usually agree with everything they say because you can't really argue. But I was listening to it and I was like, I wish I could call in because that just is so wrong and they know better. And I think maybe they just wanted to use it as a segue to talk about, you know, some of these new great coaches. And I, I get that because those coaches are great and I think they will do good things for the program but those coaches are going to be there for maybe two seasons maybe at best yeah uh, no I I don't um uh what is it uh Frank Wilson at UTSA he's gonna be gone probably after this season yeah honestly he probably will he's gonna be that hot coach eight or nine wins yeah they're gonna he's gonna be gone yeah people are already talking about him he's coached one season and he did pretty good with that one season but you know who who's their coach before that Larry Coker Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he was he's like one of the greatest cultural coaches of our generation that we got to like witness coaching. So UTSA, I mean, props to their coaching hires. They really have done really well. Western Kentucky as well. So I get why he said those two schools. I just think if you are not in the Mountain West or the American, you can't be a G5 brand. What about here here's my so who's, who's let me before I go to mine who who do you think it's the next brands? The next brands? Well, currently I think it's U of H. And I'm scared that U of H is gonna fall off with Apple White. And it's really like it's so hard for me to say and it's sad, but looking at the recruits he's been getting compared to what we got with Herman, I don't know, we'll see. Maybe he ends up great and I'd love to bite my own tongue on this one. Another reason why U of H can be a brand is there's a few reasons. One, they are in one of the larger, they're in the fourth largest city in the U.S. That doesn't hurt. And then two, they actually have history of being a good program for a long time. So there is this weird fan base that'll come and go, right? Boise State obviously sustained a lot of success for a long time. BYU, obviously. I think... If we're going to talk like a next new one, probably, I mean, Cincinnati could do it in a, in a few years or one of the directional Florida schools like South Florida or Central Florida. See, I feel like um, how you talked about Houston having that success, um, sustained success back a long time ago, or I guess not too long ago, but I feel like that actually kind of works against them. Why um, so? Because they've they've felt that success before. And it never became a national brand then. So if well, it never reached that national fandom then, if it did, then I would be seeing a lot more Houston uh, ball caps or like stickers. And the fact that it did No, but it's short-lived. I mean, that's the thing about being a G5 brand is it's always short-lived. It's lived as long as you're good. No, it should be sustained, right? No, like no G5 can pass sustain if fans, it. If they're fans from, from generations past, then you would expect that those those grown-ups would be fans currently and also i don't think that a big city actually helps um especially a city like houston that hasn't really shown that they can support a, uh, uh even a professional team like the the astros are the best team in the al and you know they're not even one of the top attended um baseball teams uh, in the mlb um uh, same with that's true the, but same with the texans i feel like no Houston's the texans really- the texans sell out do not yeah no the texans sell okay out. well every every nfl team sells out so that doesn't really say much okay that's fair but but i'm saying that i don't think a big city actually helps similar to with cincinnati the the fact that boise state was such a big success and had, was that brand for so long a i think is partially due to the blue fields but right. also it just kind of had like a cult feeling like this school came out of nowhere they started beating these guys um i feel but like boise idaho boise is the largest city in idaho 
Yeah, but it's the hundredth. It's not even the hundredth uh, biggest cities in the country. So, it's like it's a decently big city, but I don't think a big city has anything to do with maybe a little bit. But I think it does because it's easy for a lot of people to start going to the games. I think that's I think I that's the you biggest. You have, have thing. a lot of attendance though to be a brand. It's all about TV. I think so. You just have people tune in. They watch the games. So if I if I turn on a Memphis game and I see half their stadiums not filled up, I mean that's not a brand. I need a G5 brand yeah, school. You don't need a big city to have people go to the games. Like Ole Miss isn't a big city, and they okay, sell out every game. You can't you can't compare that to a G5 school though. Um, Western Kentucky is in Bowling Green, Kentucky. They are not. I mean, they're, they have a small stadium. They're not. I think being in a city helps tremendously because well, actually, I, th- I think Western Kentucky is actually more of a candidate to be a brand than um, than Houston or Cincinnati. Okay, well, you're already wrong because Houston definitely has been a brand. I just, I don't. I guess I have to figure out what those are totally. Well, I mean, those are totally different levels. Like, Houston's had a Heisman quarterback. That's Houston's, my point. Houston's had Southwest championships. They've had success before, and they're still not a brand. That's my point. I don't know. I, I disagree. I think because they have come back over and over, people know Houston. My my prediction would be Eastern Washington because they got the red turf. Oh, I forgot about that. That's so terrible. Yeah. But, I mean, I, people, I just think if you said list, you know, five G5 football programs, I think people would list Houston. And maybe I'm Boise just, State. It'd probably be Boise State first and then. Yeah, and then BYU. They'd probably be like, is TCU still G5? <laughs> <laughs> I think Houston would be on that list, though, just because they remember Houston. They There's been multiple times that Houston's been good. Uh, Andre Ware in the 80s. Uh, Klingler. Uh, Case Keenum, Craig Ward Jr. now. I mean, there's a lot of generations that will remember University of Houston being a good football team. National champions? No, but good. And that's what a G5 brand is. All right, well, my money's still on Eastern Washington. <laughs> Isn't there? I think there's a small school that's got like a gray field. Really? Yeah, it's got gray turf. Speaking of this, I, I got into a Twitter battle. I can't tell if this guy's a troll or not. But Probably. If it's on Twitter, yeah. I don't think he is because he plays tennis for the school. It's uh, University of Mary Harden Baylor. And mm-hmm. for any listeners that don't know what UH, U, Mary, UMHB is. Yeah. Any listeners that don't know that, it's understandable. If you live outside of Central Texas, you probably don't need to know about the school. But they did win last year the Division Three National Championship. Yeah. Okay. So... They're a pretty good team. You know, they're they're great in D3. There was this thing on Twitter that they were talking about best uh, college football teams in Texas over the past few years, and I said U of H. If somebody wants to argue TCU, sure, that's a fair argument. But this guy says, no, Mary Harden-Baylor is because they won the Division Three National Championship. Solid point. Dead serious. They got a trophy. They do. They do. So, you know. No, no disrespect to uh, the crew, the Crusaders. They uh, they're great for D three, but you know that's great. Just come on. When when the big boys are talking about FBS, just let us talk about FBS, please. Don't some bring. could actually some could actually argue that D three is better than D one. Oh yeah, are you are you prepared to make that argument? Because yeah, because they don't get paid, so they actually just play for the love of the game. <laughs> okay. All right, for the love of the game, I will go ahead and uh, agree with you that D3 is the best level of college football. If you put Maryhart and Baylor up against Alabama, <laughs> my money might be on Maryhart and Baylor. <laughs> yeah, also, if you put them up more. against Katie High School, my money might be on Katie High School. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Yeah, honestly, Katie High School is really fucking good. I, I don't... I mean, those kids are actually going to play at Alabama. So. Yeah, because how many guys from Katie or Allen are going to play Mary Harden Baylor? Baylor? Right. I mean, and their average attendance uh, is a little over three thousand. So yikes! I'm well, sure. I'm sure that's. I'm sure that's great for Division Three, but for Texas Six A high school football, that is not Last even game. half. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a joke. That they're pulling in what, like ten thousand average probably at high school game. Mm, Ten thousand probably upper upper. For, yeah, that would be like the the best teams, but I'd say on average eight. I think Allen seats what twenty two thousand. Yeah, something like that. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. So, <laughs> so all right. Shout out to all the Mary Harden Baylor fans. I mean, I really don't. I acknowledge how good you are at D three. I don't mm-hmm. want to be disrespectful, but just please don't try to like say you're the best team at anything other than D three. Yeah, that is a little. That's that's a hot take. <laughs> just please don't, because I really don't want to get into argument. But it's been like a two day fucking argument with this guy. Because I just. You know how I am. I can't stop arguing. If somebody wants to keep arguing, I'm going to keep doing it. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Sorry. I'll move on from this. I just wanted to give give a shout-out. If anybody's listening, I hope that guy's listening. Because uh, we've been talking shit to each other back and forth for a few days. At least have the, have the courtesy to listen to our fucking podcast if you're going to talk does shit. He know, does he know that you're a podcaster? It's on the podcast account. Oh, I thought this, this is No, this is on the podcast. This is me on our podcast account just talking shit to people. Dude, I'm about to take away your privileges. <laughs> Actually, we've gained followers because of this. So. Oh, nice. I'm about to check it out and see how many followers we got. We're at 66. Ooh, getting close to that 69 threshold. I know. Should I just shut down the account at that point? Yeah, make it private. Well, it's funny because Twitter has tried to shut us down twice now. No bullshit. How's that? They've suspended our account twice. Why? I don't know. They just randomly say things are, that I'm saying are offensive. And I admit, I can be an offensive person. Don't get me wrong. I, My personal account should have been shut down years ago. On this account, I have yet to say anything offensive. And it's so wild. Maybe somebody, maybe I pissed off some Auburn fans back in the day. And they just report everything now. But yeah, they'll suspend my account for 12 hours and make me delete tweets that have nothing to do with being offensive. It'll just be talking about, like, college football or something. And they're just like, this is deemed offensive, red flag, suspended for 12 hours. Um, they denied us doing a one of their ads that you pay for. I tried to pay for, like, a $25 ad to try to hype up our account. They denied it and said it was offensive. Jeez. I, I literally just said, retweet and follow for a free T-shirt. And that's what the ad was. And they said it was offensive. Yeah, you can't be giving away free stuff. Right. So... I mean, honestly, the listeners that had those free shirts know what pain and suffering I had to go through. I don't want to compare myself to, like, you know, a starving child or anything, but just, you know, when you think about me trying to get you that T-shirt, maybe think about a starving child. Yeah, we're saving the world. We are one free T-shirt at a time. All right, what else we got to talk about? So I guess I can just – I'm going to go over a couple of the articles that I posted on the blog because I know – probably half of the listeners are illiterate so i think just out of common courtesy i should just start kind of reading over them summarizing them for all the illiterate uh listeners Mm -hmm. okay yeah it's kind of it is kind of um confusing having an audio podcast and then a blog that you have to read like just pick one media right that's true but i think more so it's like the other way um i actually know asl for anybody that doesn't know this, I'm fluent in sign language. Mm-hmm. So I think because uh, we don't do like a vlog where I can actually sign what we're saying to people, it's good that we have the blog. That's true. Yeah. Maybe we should start the, the sign vlog. Yeah, that's true. And you know what we could do is we could, what I could do is just re- we could record this podcast like normal. And then in the bottom little corner, I can just sign our conversations and put it in later. Yeah, that wouldn't take long at all. Nah. No, nah, it wouldn't take long. I'm just I'm just looking for a way to quit my job so I can do this full time. So if that's what it takes, that's what I'll fucking do. So anyway, we'll start with kind of the, the first little segment of 
the blog that I wanted to, that I started writing. Right when we started the blog a couple days ago, I just decided to go off and write this. The best week one games to watch, or at least the ones I want to watch, my favorites, and why. And then, you know, a couple honorable mentions, but I did it by day. So mm-hmm. I started with Saturday, August 26th. My pick on that day was Oregon State at Colorado State. Mm-hmm. What, give, what was your reason behind that? Yeah, just gave kind of a little breakdown. Um, it, I was doing a lot of research, and it looks like Colorado State's going to be a contender in the Mountain West. Yeah, they have their senior quarterback, Nick Stevens, coming back. He looks good. Senior wide receiver, Michael, Michael Gallup, or Gallup, I don't know. He's coming back. He's looking good. They whooped SDSU, 63 mm-hmm. to 31. Yeah, I know. I remember that. That was crazy. Yeah, and San Diego State claims to be like the new Mountain West team. I mean, I know Boise State always kind of, but San Diego State's trying to take it over. And to be fair, my U of H Cougars, well, we got our asses kicked by them. Granted, it was all in the second half, and it was because of poor coaching. But that's besides the point. Um, Colorado State actually looks good this year. Oregon State, if you remember anything about last year, was fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. You know, four and eight. Yeah, they they beat Cal in overtime. They beat Arizona, which has a terrible fucking defense, and they beat Idaho State. So damn, Idaho State. Wow. Yeah, and Colorado State's got a brand new stadium. That they're this is going to be the first game sold oh, yeah, out. They're opening up. Thir- sold out thirty six thousand five hundred. Yeah, I know for Oregon State that's not going to be overwhelming, but you know what? Good for Colorado State. Right, mm-hmm. they finally put down the joint and they they're doing something. I think this game is either going to be Oregon State saying, "Hey, we've made some progress. We're becoming a better team this year than we were last year," or it's just it's going to be a sweet season opener for Colorado State because they could take advantage of this really weak pack team and prove that they're a contender in the Mountain West. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be a good game. I'm. I just I can't believe that we're ten days away from this. I know. I'm so hyped up. Like this, this is uh, this is a pretty early game, right? I want to say this yeah, is like, that's the uh, first day, Saturday, August twenty sixth, two thirty Eastern. I'm talking about the oh actual time. the time. Okay, <laughs> that's really early for a West Coast game. I know. Um, all right, well, moving on. I got uh, Thursday, August thirty first, mm-hmm. Tulsa at Oklahoma State. I can't wait for that game. That game is going to be so good. Mm-hmm. Tulsa, I think, is the most underrated team in the American Conference. They're, yeah, they they killed it last year. The they killed wins, it. Right? They killed it, and they're not even ranked like as one of the top teams in the American. Yeah, that whole state is just loaded this year. Right. I mean, I started the, my article for them. The state of Oklahoma is starting to look like Mississippi in 2014, other than their similarly classy fan bases, which was you know I thought it was a nice touch. But yeah, yeah I mean Tulsa is really good. They last year they were two and three or ten. Sorry, ten and three. <laughs> they're only. <laughs> They forfeited every other game. Their, old, their only three losses were Ohio State, Houston, and Navy. Jeez. That's, I mean, that's good. Philip Montgomery, their head coach, it's going to be his yeah. third It's going to be his third season. He was an offensive protege under Art Bryles. He came from Houston and then from Baylor, and now he's the head coach at Tulsa. I mean, this guy's good. He's good. Last year they had the sixth best FBS offense. Yeah, I want to say they had like three – uh, receivers over uh, uh, three running backs over a thousand rushing yards and three receivers over a thousand receivers. Right. Some crazy stat. Yeah. I remember no, their offense was wild. The yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember playing them and they, they were good. They were a really scary team last year. This year, I think they're going to be even scarier. Yeah. And they beat um, Central Michigan. And that was the the team that kind of stopped Oklahoma State from going to uh, a New Year's exactly. Six Bowl. Exactly. I was going to get to that, actually. Yeah. Because Tulsa, yeah, they ended there their season in Miami Beach Bowl um, with a huge win over Central Michigan. And Oklahoma State, didn't they lose their first game? Uh, it was it was one of their first the games because it was that it was the most one of the most controversial endings I've ever seen. Right. Because they gave him that extra play and then it was the Hail Mary and That's right. Oof, it was that's that, so it rough. was 30 to 27. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah, and um, that was really early in the season. Yeah, it was like week Two or three, maybe. But they also and finished their season with a ten and three record. Yeah. And and they've got their entire offense back. And Mason Rudolph, who looks yeah. nasty. Um, you know, I mentioned in here. I think Texas is a little overhyped. I think Baylor's going to see a dip in performance. Yeah, TCU might be you know a challenge, but I mean, other than that, it's just kind of OU sitting in their way for the conference championship. Oklahoma State's only won the Big Twelve once. 
Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this could be a huge year for them. But it's like they they got to start the season against a really tough in-state opponent. And that's the thing is, like, it's at Oklahoma State, but you know what? There's going to be some Tulsa fans that show up. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a really, really fun game. I think that might be my favorite game of this whole It's going to be a lot of offense. One. It's going to be a lot, a lot of offense. Cause yeah. I don't think a lot of uh, a lot of the defensive players are returning for Oklahoma State, but um, yeah, Justice Hill, that running back, and then um, James Washington, that receiver. Well, and then Tulsa's running back, uh, Giangelo Brewer. Um, <laughs> sure, yeah, he's really good. It's he's really, really name. good. Yeah, I think I, I'm I'm pretty sure uh, Tulsa actually does have a pretty good defense this year, if I'm not mistaken. I know you're saying it's all offense but i think tulsa actually has a good defense well oklahoma state's probably going to have the most potent offense in the country so i don't know how much that's going to actually that's true but i think they i I don't think they're so defensively weak that oklahoma state is going to run over them i think they probably you know maybe keep them in the game at least that's what i'm saying and keep them in the game enough to where tulsa's like crazy offense might pull some stuff out It, it could be good and then honorable mention, I threw Ohio State at Indiana, and I mm-hmm. gave that one just for you because I remember you mentioning that. Would, how crazy would it be if you know? I said I, I kind of summed it up by saying like, will the Hoosiers beat Ohio State in 2017? Probably not. But if Satan decides to turn up the AC and hell freezes over for just one day, this would be an awesome start to a crazy Big Ten season. Yeah, yeah. I just hope that you forgot that I actually called that upset alert. I did not forget. That's what I'm saying. I'm giving I'm giving you credit for that one. I put it on there for you, because right. I remember you saying it, and I was like, "That's so stupid," but I thought about it. And I was like, "That's actually kind of a good point." What if? So that's what this whole thing's about. Uh, Saturday, September second, BYU versus LSU. I think it could be good. You think what? That's it. It's just it'll be good. <laughs> that's it. Um, I think else. I think else is gonna roll them. Okay, I could see why you say that. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. This could be a chance for BYU to come back as, like, the G5 school, like they have been. And, I mean, they don't have their quarterback, uh, Taysom Hill, anymore. But Tanner Magnum is supposed to be good. They got, they're got they returning their running back. I don't know. I think there's a chance. And if it happens, it would be a wild start for BYU. I know all the Mormons would lose their shit. Also, if it happened, LSU immediately... What did they do? Immediately fire Coach O? Like, what? No. <laughs> like... <laughs> Do I don't know. Do you it's think there's LSU. any two college fan bases that contrast more? Maybe Hawaii? <laughs> well, Hawaii's playing uh, UMass in week one. Uh, yeah, that, day that one. might be a candidate for the most. Dude, we should. Oh, that would be another award. The game, like the. the, the oh, fan bases? Two most opposite fan bases. Like, you have to find teams that actually play each other. Right. It has to be like you played each other. So I'm saying. Like the something uh, the, bowl, like the, the, the contrast Okay, annual anarchist award. Here we go. The annual anarchist award for most. I don't. I don't. Opposite we'll, fan base. Yeah, we'll think of something clever, but we're gonna go ahead and put Hawaii at Massachusetts because it's at Massachusetts, which is even better. I think, yeah, but I think BYU LSU is also a candidate. It is 100. I'm saying let's yeah. put both of them on there. Yeah. Because I think if it was UMass at Hawaii, not so much. The fact that everybody from the Hawaii team is going to Massachusetts would be great. Mm-hmm. And not to mention, UMass is supposed to be the worst team in college football this year. And Hawaii's actually supposed to be good, but on my article I said, or will the bitter Amherst climate of high 70s prove detrimental to the Rainbow Warriors? Because yeah, they just can't be. handle that Massachusetts 70-degree weather. It would be terrible. Mm-hmm. Honorable mention, though, for that week was App State at Georgia. And I wanted mm. to put that as the game to watch. But I don't know. I, I just think BYU and LSU will be a good game. I, I don't care what you say. But App State, they could upset Georgia here. App State is going to be nasty this year. They're going to be even better than they were last year. And we all remember they almost beat Tennessee in Knoxville last year. And they, sh- they should have beat They should have beat They should have beat. Exactly. They should have. And it was so annoying. Every football fan outside of the state of Tennessee was hoping that App State would do it because it was so great. It was so perfect. And App State is just that perennial upset team. Yeah, and Georgia's got a fair bit of hype this year. They do. So how great would it be if week one, App State upsets UGA in Athens? 
not seen it happen, but um, I like to think that it's a possibility. I think it's absolutely a possibility. I, I think it's a possibility. One hundred percent. I saw I saw what App State did against Miami last year, and it just turned me off from picking App State in any other games. Okay, but they're a week one team. They're <laughs> a week true. one team. You got to say because what was it? Two thousand and seven when they beat Michigan. Two thousand five. Let me look it up. Yeah, it was 07. Okay, so I'm right. Once again. I feel like you definitely looked that up like in preparation of this. I did not. I did not. I <laughs> you just... definitely did. As you're writing that, the preview, you're like, hmm. And then you looked it up. No, I didn't. Yeah. But. All right, well, send me your, your browser history. <laughs> you don't want to see that thing. But App State, they're, they're a week one team. They upset week one P5 teams. So I'm just, you know, I know. Because I've done a... it once in... <laughs> Once in ten years. In ten years, almost twice. In almost, 10 years. almost twice. Yeah, but no. Th- I mean, honestly, App State this year, uh, they are gonna be. They're gonna. I think they're just gonna run through the fun belt, and they'll be in talk for you know one of the best G five teams. I think it would just be a really fun way to start this season. And I know it's kind of a long shot. That's why I didn't put it as my game to watch. It's just an honorable mention. But it'd be sweet. I mean, I just didn't. I didn't want to put Bama versus Florida State. I can't do it. No, it's too. It's way too easy. What and you know what? What other insightful information can I present that hasn't already been headlined twice? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I can do research on these other games and match them up, and it's kind of fun because they're not as talked about. Bam in Florida State. I mean, I would just copy and paste somebody else's shit. So didn't do it. Is uh, that what you did for the rest of them? <laughs> but at least I had to copy and paste from multiple sources and not just one. So. Yeah. Put a little bit of effort. Exactly. Do you think that App State's going to just run through the Sun Belt? I mean, okay, maybe not run through. Maybe that's a bad way to put it. But I think they'll win it. I think they're the best team. And with Troy? Yeah, Troy's going to be good. But I think App State's the best team. And I said my, my... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My upset game for App State's Coastal. Oh, yeah. One of the weird. One of the worst ranked uh, teams, but... Just look out for it. I got a feeling. That's all I can say. I got a feeling. So, uh, Sunday, September 3rd, I got A&M at UCLA. Obviously, um, there was only two games that day. So, A&M, I could care less, honestly. You know, A&M, they're probably just going to fire someone after this year anyway. Yeah, Jay Kubinek's probably going to be quarterback. And I don't know. I've seen that he's actually not favored to start. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, got some poor, freshman coming in. Poor Hubinac. The guy that beat Cam Newton's records at Blinn can't fucking start. Um, <laughs> UCLA, yeah. I just don't care. I mean, Josh Rosen, cool. We, you know, he's supposed to be a great quarterback. We're going to talk about him a lot because of what he his controversial statements. That's yeah. it. That's, that's it. I could care less about that game. The only other game was West Virginia and Virginia Tech, and I just I think that's going to be so boring. Last but not least, uh, Tennessee versus Georgia Tech. And then the honorable mention for that day is my birthday, because September 4th. So, so you put – I actually don't see this article that you put up. No, that one's that one's coming. Oh, I got you. So I'm just giving oh, so everybody – a little insight. Exactly. I'm giving everybody that listens a little heads up. These are coming. Um, I'm, I'm uploading them by day. I feel I you. I decided to break those down by day. And then – I'm also going to do my preseason conference contender breakdowns. I, I won't go into the details about that one. I just uploaded the one for the American. I'm going to do it for each conference. So far, I got contenders for the East is South Florida and Central Florida. Look, it's going to be South Florida. I just had to put another team. Mm-hmm. Um, for the West, I got Houston, Memphis, and Tulsa. I think... Honestly, I want to say, like, I'm looking at all three of them, and I want to say this team, this team, or this team. To me, honestly, it's a toss-up between those three. I'd, yeah, I'd probably go with Tulsa. But Memphis Memphis looks really good. Yeah, Raleigh Ferguson's back. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't know. They're returning a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So, 
I don't know. I think it's all three of those teams. And I want to take Houston out just because I'm a bitter fan. But, I mean, we do have Kyle Allen. And he actually could. He was the number one quarterback recruit of 2013. I mean, you know, take that for whatever you want. But we have a – yeah, we've lost some good players. But we have a lot of good players coming back. I mean, Major Applewhite hasn't really proven. No, he hasn't. And that's mm-hmm. kind of the thing is this year it's totally up in the air because it's is Kyle Allen good? Is Major Applewhite even a fucking good coach? You know, there, there's so much going on here. It's it's tough. But if those things do fall into place, they could win the West. You know, just based on the team they have. I think they might have the most talent on the field. So, who knows? That's too early to call. I can't honestly can't tell right now. But those are just some of the articles I've posted. Okay, well, mine will be up soon. And soon is um, just kind of a general term. Could be yeah, tomorrow, could be next I have week. absolutely no faith in you. Okay, so that's pretty much what I got for our blog. Supposedly, eventually, Jay's going to actually post something. We'll see. If you keep talking about it, I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> yeah, but if I don't talk about it, then you actually won't do it. So I think it's this weird fine line of where I need to hound you enough, but maybe... I don't know. I'm just going to keep fucking hounding you. I don't care. All right. You ready for Ready Here First? Yeah. Let's let's go into Ready Here First. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Read all about it. All right. So, I mean... One of them, pretty much, uh, I didn't even have to find through Reddit. I could have just seen through um, The Ringer, The Ringer, which is Bill Simmons' website. But I do like – I don't. I'm not a huge fan of Bill Simmons, but I do love Mark Titus and his coverage on college basketball. And yeah. since this is supposed to be a college sports podcast, figured I'd have to throw this in there. Okay, I'll allow it, but this is college football season. Just remember that. Okay, well, this is just a quick – quick touch on this it's just uh the top 10 stories of the college basketball offseason so i'll just run through them real quick um 10 was mitchell robinson when he was leaving western kentucky we talked about this mm-hmm. uh, nine was san diego state uh, head coach steve fisher retiring that's a pretty big deal right eight a handful of rules have been tweaked hmm. uh, we can talk about that some other time okay yeah this is that's something we'll have to get into <laughs> Seven was Wichita State joining the American Athletic Conference. Hell yeah. Six was Ohio State firing Thad Mata and hiring Chris Holtman. Okay. We kind of touched that because we talked about that in the um, NCAA suspensions, violations, and blah, blah, blah. Yes, that was great. Suspensions, violations, and... Oh, shit, I can't... Anyway, go on. Uh, Five, various players have been working out, and then he just posted a whole bunch of pictures of people's Instagrams where they do the (laughs) transformation photos. Nice. I did one of those. It got no love for you. Yeah, well, typical. I think it was just because I photoshopped a really jacked black guy's arm on yours. That's probably why we got suspended. (laughs) That wasn't one of the things we got suspended for. That's the worst part. All right, four, ESPN firing Andy Katz. That was actually a pretty big deal. It was. No, that was. I mean, Uh, they cleaned house. Yeah. Uh, Three was Louisville's 2013 national title being in danger of being vacated. So I guess that's still ongoing. Wait, is that uh, still ongoing? Yeah. Well, I I don't know if it's been completely concluded. Hmm. We'll have to look into that more. See, this, this um, is the type of thing that separates us from podcasts ain't played nobody because they wouldn't know this. But uh, would they? Because they just cover college football. That's true. Okay. No, fuck those guys. We're smarter than them. Keep going. <laughs> Two is. Uh, he says reclassifying is apparently in right now, and that was uh, just referring to Jonte Porter, the little brother of Michael Porter, who re- reclassified up a year. Oh, yep. Uh, as well as um, uh, what's his name, um, uh, uh, Marvin Bagley, he did the same thing. So two guys from that class. Okay. Well. Reclassified, and the two top prospects. And the number one, I think this is just him because he loves Grace Allen, and it's Grace Allen right. coming back for a senior year. Yep. Yep. So, okay. That was just quick little top ten. Keep you uh, refreshed on the college basketball offseason. Okay. Just make sure that it's not you know falling completely out out uh, into distance. Well, I mean it has because it's so far away now. But okay. It has, but it's it's nice to be refreshed on it. Right, because if this was 
the beginning that is actually a thing. If this was the beginning of basketball season, people would still be finding a way to talk about football. So mm-hmm. let's not discriminate here. We're a non-discrimination podcast. All right, and then the last thing I'd have for right here first, and this is a little bit of a special event. I won't be doing this often. It was posted by Jared PLS. I guess it's like, please, maybe. Okay, Jared, please. <laughs> and it's titled, It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Game Day. Okay, and, and what is he this? Just posted, he just posted some lyrics. So he changed the words from, It's Beginning to Look a Lot, lot, lot Like Christmas, to... Uh, college game day themed so i figured and you can maybe edit some music into this i figured i would read a few stanzas okay i sing sing a sing. few stanzas yeah you have to sing it don't just read it yeah that's like when somebody reads a rap song it just doesn't sound yeah. the same. yeah but here's the thing i'm gonna be doing this without instrumental so if you do choose to edit music into this then you might have to like speed up my voice a little bit or slow it down to match the tempo of the Oof. Music, you know. It sounds like a lot of work. I'm probably just not going to do that. And maybe at the very end, I'll just put the song, and then so they can reference that song in case people don't know this song, this Christmas song, they can reference it at the end. I think I'll do a pretty good job, um, just kind of like singing to the to the melody. That way, I think p- people will know what I'm talking about. Okay. All right. Three, two, one. It's beginning to look a lot like game day. Everywhere you go Take a look at this 4th and 10 A conversion once again With scoreboards and fans aglow Alright, so that was it. What? That's, all That's, That's it? All the fans too. Oh, I was uh, actually enjoying that. Yeah, so if you if you want to hear more, then listen to the next episode. Oh, I'm going to listen. And I'll sing, I'll sing verse 2. Oh my god, I'm gonna listen. That was good. That actually, I mean, you were hitting like notes. Like you were, oh, you know, like moving up and down. That was actually good. Well, yeah, no, I had to, I can't, like you said, I can't just read the words. Right. So if I'm, if I'm gonna sing it, I'm not gonna make an idiot on myself. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, you did better than I expected. Alright, so, um, like I said, I feel like I did, I tried to match the instrumental as close as I could. If you could insert the music, go ahead. If not, um, no big deal. Okay, I probably won't. Maybe we could just maybe we could just beatbox the like we could do a little um what's the word I'm looking for um like that no 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 where where it's acapella it's just voices acapella yeah you just acapella next time like while you're saying I do that mm-hmm. well you'd actually do the I don't know I don't know how to do it now. something like that. yeah something like that but the thing is like you can sing that song and it is the music. That's true. Because so, the, the music in the background is kind of just strings. Right. So if I tried to sing it, it, like sing the music while you were singing the lyrics, we would just be singing the same shit, except I would just be like singing like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. Um, I guess that's it for Reddit here first. That is. Next, I just want to say I didn't have time this week, but next week I got something brewing. Something brewing. And it's going to be nasty. Ooh. Yeah, it's it's essentially uh, I'll give you a little little taste of what I got stewing up. It's about the top college football coaches right now. They're still coaching. Okay. By based on, should I give it away completely or just? No, I think I think that's enough teaser. Okay. Based on dot dot dot. Listen to the next episode. Uh, I guess we will finish up with rumor season. Let's hear the rumor you have, Chad. Oh yeah, um, I, I have it written down, but yeah. uh, I can't find it. I'm looking around everywhere. You hear me like opening, closing stuff. Right. No, that's yeah. You're going through a lot of cabinets. I can tell. Yeah. Well, no. Maybe by the next episode, I'll find it. Okay. Weird. You couldn't find that because I know you're always on top of uh, rumor season. Mm-hmm. No, it's like I definitely have it. It's just my room's kind of messy. I'm still moving in. Did your dog eat it? Maybe. Well, we don't know. We don't have dogs. We just have iguanas. Do you actually have iguanas? Mm-hmm. That's actually kind of cool. 
I, I really want to become like a, an iguana guy again. Yeah, my um, iguana didn't eat it. Okay, did you check? If my iguana ate it? Yeah. How do I check that? Check the poop. No, no, the iguanas don't like. If the if my iguana ate it, I wouldn't be able to see it in his poop. Huh. Yeah. Okay, so iguanas aren't exactly like dogs. No, no, not weird. Not, not okay. In that sense. Okay, I thought they were just green dogs. That's really interesting. Um, okay, well, I'm gonna make up a rumor right now because I'm the creative one in this group and the hard. You always say you make up right now, but I guarantee you, you have this written down somewhere. I actually make these up. I used to have them written down, and then like you, I got kind of lazy. But I actually have some right. kind of creativity. Well, let me mind. hear it. Let me hear it. Well, I'm it. I'm continuously talking to stall. Okay, here we go. Texas A&M talking about firing someone for unidentified unidentified sources have referenced Texas A&M in talks of replacing Sumlin with Art Bryles. That's pretty, that's such a vanilla rumor. Is it? Yeah. I feel Texas like I've seen that on Twitter like six times. Texas A&M hiring Art Bryles, really? Yeah, I feel like that's like elementary school hot take right there. God damn it. Shame. Alright, I'm just trying to stir up some Aggies. I don't know. Do you think Aggies would be excited about getting Bryles? No. Really? Hell no. Why not? He's a great coach. No, the Aggies actually, I feel like for as much crap as you give them, they actually have some decency. Like, they actually care about doing right things. Okay, what about Tech? Tech would be definitely more accepting, I'd say. <laughs> Texas but. would be just ecstatic. I don't care what you say. I mean, there's always going to be fans that are happy with that, but it just depends on what you say about it. Like, when you say the fan base, what do you mean? Like, you're just speaking in generalities. The guys that tweet at me. Well, no, Twitter's always just a negative. Okay, that's true. Space. That's so true. You're always um, gonna assume that the fan base speaks by those Twitter trolls. I'm just saying. I know. I understand what Bryles did. I get it. I'm not gonna get into this whole thing again. But if you are a team like Tech, with no fucking hope for the future, I don't know. Would it be the worst thing? I don't know. That's that's a discussion for another day. It is currently 10.30 p.m. here, and I have to fucking edit this podcast because Jay doesn't do that work. I do that work. Jay? Yeah, I've got more important things. 11.30 over there. You're a grad school nerd. I mean, you don't know what it's like for us working, man. So that was the episode. That was a long fucking episode. I think it was good, though. Yeah, I'm tired. It was productive. I feel like I got a long day's work done. And I think this podcast, and I think the listeners will think so too. I hope so. Yeah, I've just been yawning over here this whole time. All right, I think that's <laughs> I think that's time to end. Then that's the good sign. All right, see you later. All right, peace. Y'all get it twisted. This rap shit is mine, motherfuckers. A fucking game. Fuck what you heard. It's what you hearing. It's what you hearing, listen. It's what you hearing, listen. It's what you hearing, listen. X go give it to you. Fuck wait for you to get it on your own. X go deliver to you. Knock knock, open up the door to spill. If the not stop, my problem stainless still. Go hard getting busy with it. But I got such a good heart that I make the motherfucker wonder if you did it. Damn right, and I do it again. Cause Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.